the car's on fire and there's no driver at the wheel. This is the character generation. Welcome to the character generation. I'm Moth. I'm Chet. And this is a podcast where we make tabletop characters and tabletop role-playing games on our tabletops here right at home. We do it bi-weekly, I promise. <laughs> Usually, <laughs> except for when uh, some things happen and we just don't for a while. Hopefully we're not going to do that again for a couple weeks. <laughs> just being realistic here. Yeah, at least you have a new computer and you, hey. you don't have to worry about blue screening when you're editing. Yeah, because that happened over a dozen times. <laughs> yeah, that sucks a lot. <laughs> Oh shit, wait, we forgot. How's it going? It's our Halloween episode. <laughs> right, yeah, this one was supposed to be themed. <laughs> Ooh. How's it going, kids and ghouls? I, I'm... Oh. A very spooky November 4th to all of you. <laughs> We're like, what, November 7th when this goes yeah. live? Hopefully. <laughs> Hopefully. So yeah, uh... It's Halloween. We're doing Call of Cthulhu. Fuck it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's We had a long debate about what we would do for our Halloween episode that didn't land on Halloween. <laughs> One of the big ones oh, was... Oh, man. Last week would have been the 31st. Yeah. Oh, we could yeah. have done a bonus episode for Halloween. Uh, listen, you didn't have a computer. <laughs> That's very true. <laughs> that would have been a bad idea. I don't think that would have worked out very good for us. No, so we decided on Call of Cthulhu for this Halloween episode. We were looking at um World of Darkness stuff, but eh, we might that do that. It takes a little bit more research. Yeah, this is an easy one for us to just dive into. Yeah, totally. Also, I think I talked about this when we did our Inverse World shit and the world building episode. I love Eldritch Horror and, like, uh, Cosmic Horror as, like, a, a genre so much more than, like, traditional horror. And I'm kind of sick to the teeth of it, so this will be interesting. I would like to clarify. <laughs> I am sick of Lovecraft, specifically. Okay. Well, you have chosen. <laughs> Poorly. <laughs> mm. All right, well, this has been a good episode, everybody. Let's pack it in. Uh, I've been Chet. This has been the Character Generation. Find us on Patreon. <laughs> Still not. Still not there. Still not. Don't have that one. <laughs> no, but I love the, the specifically the cosmic horror and like that fear of the unknowable style, like genre, the going crazy and losing your mind and hating black people because you don't understand what's going on. I'm less keen on. But <laughs> there doesn't seem to be an intro for that in the whole thing where they're discussing the life of Howard Phillips Lovecraft in this for some reason. Interesting. It's weird that they don't include that that was a big part of who he was as a person in this. Yeah, in the intro to their Call of Cthulhu role-playing book. Hmm. There is, hmm. I will step in front of this one right now, there is in this text or textbook. In this textbook. It's basically a textbook. It's long enough to be a textbook and costs as much as some, so like... <laughs> Still not as long as uh, Starfinder, though. True. Starfinder was way too much text in that book. And also, this has a monster manual built into it, so... Uh, it does, and it, doesn't it have encounters built into it, too? It should still have, like, two opening scenarios. Oh, I scrolled down to, uh... I'm on page 19, and it just looks like a giant dick. 
Sweet, sweet, sweet. Just go to page 19 for me real fast and look at this weird pussy giant dick obelisk. Well, I can't say no to that. This <laughs> <laughs> is a full page of it. It's a whole one-page hmm. picture. Yeah, um, you're not wrong. Anyway. It definitely does have a defined head. Yeah, it does. It's very phallic <laughs> in nature. By the way, for those wondering um, and wanting to play along at home and find this dick for themselves, it's a fun Easter egg. We're using uh, the Call of Cthulhu 7th edition. Because they released it, and it looks better than 6th edition, which is what I have on my shelf. Yeah. Also, I found this one for free online. Don't tell anyone. It's, a, it's an <laughs> illegal secret. Only... <laughs> Only those that are well-versed in the art of the internet can find this one for free. I can't believe that this podcast is going to show up in court one day. <laughs> it ostensibly will because of Ed Sheeran taking us to court after last episode. Good point, good point. I'm pretty sure that's libel. I'm still convinced it's libel. Well, it's too late now. We've released it. <laughs> it's, it's live and people have downloaded it and it, is, it exists forever. That's how it works. Yep. So let's get into it, I guess. I I don't know what else there is really to say. There is one thing. That's what I was going to say. Okay. Skipping back to a conversation to go. There is one thing it says in this book where it basically says, hey, a big time zone in this game is the 1920s. And there are some real shitty things going on in the 1920s. And there's like some really problematic themes. And you don't need to include those in your campaign if you're running them. You don't have to be a Howard Phillips Lovecraft about it. It recognizes that a lot of Lovecraft's like weird undertones were racist. Like, really? Um, yep. And it's saying, you can skirt past that. You don't You don't need to include that one. And I, I think that's... a good inclusion that they added seven editions into this game (laughs) (laughs) i think they had that in six but they did also list transgenderism as a psychosexual disorder so uh swings and roundabouts yeah okay cool (laughs) let's get into it let's do it Another reason, actually the biggest reason of all that we picked Call of Cthulhu is that it uses a bunch of rolling on tables and rolling a lot of random stuff for your characters. We like that. We've done a good job with that in the past and we're going to keep doing that. Yeah, we didn't want to put any thought into it this time. Thinking's hard and I don't like doing it. I didn't want to talk about system math for three hours again, so this time we're just going to make fun jokes. You didn't want to edit out talking about even more system maths? Oh my god, there was so much that didn't make it into that Starfinder episode. (laughs) Well, how do we roll up a character in Call of Cthulhu 7th Edition Moth? Alright, so first off, do you have three of D6s? Well, I think my my new puppy might have chewed up my third D6 that I normally had at my desk, so I have two and we'll deal. Oh boy, great great. (laughs) So, what do I need to roll first? Okay, so there's actually a couple of different ways to create a Call of Cthulhu character, but I think we're just going to do down the line for extra laughs, right? Yeah, that sounds good. Okay. We have to roll up each of our stats, right? Yeah, exactly. There are additional rules in the back of the book for like, hey, you can do point by, or hey, here's a really basic stat array, which is good. But also, sometimes it's fun to play a game where everyone is going to die very fast and your stats are less important. Yeah, okay. So I'm going to say right now, 
I am reading right here for the strength characteristic. I have to roll 3d6 and multiply by 5 to generate my strength characteristic? Yes. Uh, the thing is, this keeps the old roll 3d6 to determine your stats, despite the fact that it's a percentile-based game. Mm-hmm. Which, in older editions, you've just had your fucking, like, 3 to 18 stats, but then you would also multiply those by 5 whenever you wanted to roll oh, like, a strength okay. check. okay. So this is just streamlining it. Yeah, it's just making it less stupid and bad. Okay, cool. Or I guess it, making it faster to run, at least. That's what I should say. Yeah, there's a much easier way to get percentile than <laughs> 3D... Whatever. Anyway, I'm going to roll for my strength characteristic. That is a 9. <laughs> All right. That's almost exactly average. Yep. So we have 45 strength. Do you, or could you do me the favor of writing this one down since keyword access is difficult for me? Yeah, you got it. Cool. Listeners at home, if you want to send me a microphone arm, <laughs> you have to solve this ARG hidden in the episode to find my address. Oh my god, should we build an ARG into the Neopets page? Fuck. I'm not putting my address on it. <laughs> <laughs> I think that would actually get us banned. That's against the rules. <laughs> Okay, only if it's in the ARG somewhere. Mm, true. And it's clearly spelled out. If we hide it from them. <laughs> we'll hide it in the source code of our Tumblr that I still haven't set up. There we go. Perfect. Um, Constitution, same thing, right? Yeah. Yep. Cool. That's a 5, a 6, and a 6. So, Damn. 17. I know how to do math. <laughs> it's almost an 18. It's almost yeah. the best you could do. 18 times 5 is 85. I didn't have to pull up a calculator for that. <laughs> I trust you. Uh, okay, cool. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> size, I have to roll 2d6 plus 6. Yeah, some stats they want you to have a higher stat in, so they change it up a little bit. Oh, that's good, because I got snake eyes. <laughs> 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 so we're the lowest possible size. We're mm -hmm. uh, 8 okay. times 5. We're 40 height. Okay, at the end of this, we're going to have to find the chart of how big you are based on your size, because I know uh, that exists. Yeah. Uh... So that's a four for dexterity. Oofa. <laughs> so that's 20 on dexterity. Mm hmm That's not quite as bad as you could have possibly done. Yeah. Appearance. Four plus... Okay, so that's a seven for appearance. Okay. So 35. I feel like we're starting to make a character that would show up in an H.P. Lovecraft book as an antagonist. <laughs> Let's find out what the intelligence is. 6 plus 2d6, so that is 15. Okay. <laughs> That's fairly good. And power is... Wait, hang on. 15 total? That can't no, be 15, possible. No, 15 times 5. Okay, okay. Which is... Listeners, that's a 75. Thank you! <laughs> <laughs> Aren't you a STEM major? <laughs> Technically? <laughs> I failed out of that degree, though. Hmm, fair, 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 fair. <laughs> and then power is... 55 total. Okay. Oh, and then education's another... Jesus, how many stats are there? 16 times 5, which is... Hold on, 81. 80. What? No, it's definitely 80. Yes, it is. I was testing you. It's insanely impossible to multiply something by five and get a one. <laughs> nope, it's uh, it's ninety-seven. <laughs> I did the math. I carried mm -hmm. the one. 
Right, right. It's a 97. <laughs> I don't know where I got that one from. This is the only reason that I do Dungeon World as my primary gameplay, <laughs> because I can't do percentile math, apparently. I mean, also percentile systems are kind of wacky. Yeah. Like, there's only been one that's I feel really good at playing in an actual world and not a slapstick bullshit comedy because at least i will say unknown armies has very good ways to get around the fact that it's a percentile system like if you've got a 15 percent in driving you can just drive until you get into a stressful situation like you don't yeah. have to worry about it that's good yeah and then they have a whole separate system we don't need to talk about unknown no, armies no. this is the call of cthulhu episode yeah we'll get to that one eventually maybe Listeners, that's my favorite horror role-playing game. <laughs> that's because fair. Because it's exactly the opposite of cosmic horror. Unknown Armies is also very good. Anyway, gotta roll that luck score. Um, yep, okay, cool, that's three ones. <laughs> that's 15 luck. <laughs> it sure is, it sure is. Cool, 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 cool! Mm. <laughs> this paints a very clear picture of our character, I feel like. <laughs> um... Yes, oh, before we do that, though, we have to choose how old they are. Right. And I think the best way to do this is just roll a die. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see, how many brackets are there? There's seven. Okay. Yeah, roll that d8. I'm gonna roll that d8. Or you could roll a d6 and just not let us have an 80-year-old investigator. That's not fun. Fair. I'm rolling a, I'm rolling a d8. Okay. I got a five. All right. Our character is 60 to 69 years old. It's 69 years old. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Make four improvement checks for education and deduct 20 points among strength, constitution, or dex. And reduce appearance by 15. Wow, that's judgy. <laughs> that's really judgy. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> so, I need you to reduce the appearance by 15. I don't remember what the stat was. Okay, we've got a 20 in appearance now. Fuck. We're <laughs> ugly as shit. Apparently. Uh, what are improvement checks? You, I think, have to try and roll over your stat, if I remember correctly. Let me check the rule book very quick. That's what I am currently doing. Okay, here we go. Same way as skill improvement. The player rolls 1d100, and if the roll is above their present score, they add 1d10 points to their score. Okay, we can do that. Yes. Time to roll education. Got me above an 80? Yep. 43. 98! There hey. we go. Roll a d10 and see how many extra points we get. 3. Okay, we're at an 83. I gotta do this two more times? Yeah, okay. 61. Good audio. <laughs> 82. Damn it. <laughs> cool, we're 69 years old. We have 83 education. Okay, what's our strength con and dex? Because we have to deduce total 20 points. Uh, 45, 85, 20. Okay, so we're removing all 20 from dex, right? <laughs> the game literally will not allow us to do that. God damn it. We have to okay. keep at least a 15. I'm making the executive decision right now that the dex is 15. Okay, yeah, sure. And then... Let's do 10 from con, 5 from strength, I guess. Sure, alright. Or we could do all 15 from constitution, since that's what, like, 80-something? 80 85. Or we could do all 15 from strength and just have a 30 strength. <laughs> Let's do that. I like that. 
All from strength, real high constitution, bare minimum dexterity. Oh man, we're not good with any kind of attacks anymore. Nope. Alright, sounds good. And we have bad luck. (laughs) You're real educated, though. This is the background character, the one who's always reading the accursed tomes. Yeah, exactly. Once the percentage values for each characteristic have been determined, the next step is write in the half and fifth values for each characteristic on the investigator sheet. Entering the values alongside the percentage. Divide the percentage by two, rounding down. Enter after the half (laughs) by five. Fuck that. No. Who cares? It's important for, like, doing really hard checks, but we're not doing that because this is the character generation, so... Yeah. Uh, Damage, bonus, and build. (laughs) Right, yeah. What are we looking at? What's our strength plus size total? Uh, um, 70. We have a minus one to our damage and minus one to build. Alright. We're very weak and frail. Build is used in fighting maneuvers and chases and also gives a sense of scale. So we're very small also. Yeah. Good. Okay. (laughs) Our hit points is constitution plus size and then divide by 10. That's a 12 and a half. Rounding down, so 12. Okay, fine. <laughs> uh, our, our, who gives a shit about movement? That's what I'm determining. I don't, <laughs> who gives a shit about how many squares we can move? We're not playing. I'll give you a hint. It's not very many. It's very low. It's based on <laughs> dexterity and strength. <laughs> our character's in a wheelchair. I mean, yeah, that works. <laughs> there we go. We're fucking Charles Xavier over here. Pretty much. An occupation is the next thing we gotta do. Okay. Occupations are still pick your own, right? Yep. So, they're wheelchair-bound, they're very educated, and very intelligent. True. Hmm. How, like, traditional, like, Lovecraft do we want to get with this, or do we want to go off the fucking rails? Because we could go off the fucking rails. That's true, that's true. I think it's up to you, but this is the Call of Cthulhu. It's the Call of Cthulhu. But I don't want to make a boring episode. Because, <laughs> like, yeah, the easy thing would be, like, it's a professor of a university. Of Miskatonic University. I am an archaeology professor. But, like, what if it's a crime boss? Hmm. Like, the head of a mafia. So we've got three high stats that we can really work off of here. Yes. Also, fun fact, our character now falls within the range that the game says, hey, if you've got three or more stats below 50, the keeper might just let you re-roll your character again. Fuck. But whatever. Oh, it's fine. That's good. No, we're not doing that. Absolutely not. Having flaws is interesting. Yeah, totally. So. So are we just looking at the sample occupations right now? That's what I'm looking at, but we can make literally whatever. That's true. We don't really have to worry about this as much, because we don't need to spend a lot of time talking about what skills we're putting our points into. Yeah, I just, I want it for the background of this character, because that's the interesting thing about character creation, is coming up with who they are as a person. Yeah, totally. I just really like the idea of, like, leaning into this as, like, that Charles Xavier, like, shaved head, like, wheelchair bound, but, like, instead of being like, oh, I run a school for mutants, it's, um, I'm gonna have Vinny over here breaking kneecaps if you don't pay up. So here's my question for you. Yeah. What era are we playing in here? Because by default, they offer you the option of playing 1890s, 1920s, or modern, which usually means 1990s. Or we could go modern as in actually modern. Mm. 
I mean, that's also true. Hmm. Hmm. I mean, okay, here's the thing. Our stats indicate that our character is just a big old Dorcas, right? Like, just a giant nerd. Kind of sad and doughy. (laughs) Yeah. Like, he doesn't even have really ripped arms like most people who use wheelchairs. Maybe he's not wheelchair-bound. Or maybe he's just got a rascal. Hey, I have a question. Uh Uh-huh? Could we just make our character Stephen Hawking? Mmm, I don't know about that. He seems like he has pretty good luck. I also don't want to see Stephen Hawking get devoured by a star spawn. (laughs) (laughs) Fair enough. You got me there. So I'm just looking at the sample occupations here. What if we choose Hacker? Okay. He's a very well-educated... Hacker. See, I'm imagining Hacker not in the movie Hacker sense, but in the sense of a guy who has a picture of Richard Stallman next to his computer chair. (laughs) Okay. Okay, cool. Just a really strident open source advocate. I like that. Who spends a lot of time discussing kernels. It's either someone that like annually attends DEF CON, mm-hmm. or it's like someone who is um a paid internet moder like forum moderator. There you go. He's got his own Usenet group. <laughs> <laughs> He's employed by something awful. Oh no. <laughs> no, we can't make low tax. <laughs> It could be both, also. Mm, like, true. people have more than one interest. I kind of like the idea of this being in the 1990s, though. Okay. Or possibly the 1980s. It was the 1890s, the 1920s, and quote-unquote modern? Yeah, and the book was first published in, like, 83. Okay. He's a professional phone freak. He built his own black box that he hooked up his Apple IIe into so that he can get free long-distance calls. He's that guy that everybody knew in the 90s is like, Hey man, this is going to be the next big thing. Buy stocks in the internet. (laughs) And no one believed him? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, hang on, I've got it. I know how we can tie this back into the Cthulhu stuff. Oh, huh. He runs a BBS dedicated to strange and mysterious happenings. Fuck yeah, he does. There we go. There we go. Okay, we did it. Yep, cool. God damn it. Yeah, we have this just giant nerd who's like, um, well, I don't want to say this because it feels like falling into a trap that we usually fall into where he's just like a conspiracy theory Mm. nut. (laughs) That's fair. We do go back to that well pretty frequently. It's so good, though. Um, It's 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 a rich well. A lot of coins in there for us to steal. (laughs) As one usually uses a well for. See, the thing is, usually if you throw a wish in the well, you're not supposed to tell and no one's supposed to ask. Mm -hmm. But maybe this guy looked too deep into the well as he threw it in, and now something's just in his way. Mm -hmm. I get the- I get it! Like, I- I'm trying not to sing it right now, I get it! (laughs) I don't know, where do you think I'm going with this one? Mm, I think that is Will Smith's (laughs) famous hit, Threw a Wish in a Well. (laughs) And definitely not a very good Carly Rae Jepsen song. I think it's Will Smith's famous song, Wild Wild West. (laughs) No one really knows, because no one knows the actual lyrics to that song. I know every lyric to that song. No, you don't. You think you do. No, wait, sorry. I know all all the lyrics to Wow Wow by Neil Cicerega. Same. (laughs) I was listening to that on the bus. No joke. I was Mm -hmm. listening to that song on the bus the other day. (laughs) <laughs> and I think my headphones were a little too loud because uh-huh. the guy sitting next to me kept giving me weird looks every time it got to the bridge. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't sure, though, and I didn't want to turn it down. So, listeners, if you sat on the bus recently, 
and you saw just like a very frightened and also jamming out nerd sitting next to you. <laughs> Please. <laughs> Don't say anything to me. Please send money to our Patreon. <laughs> now, once upon a time in the wicked with you, mad man lost his damn mind in the wicked with you, love less. Kidnap a down now and look at what you now I must. Put his behind to the bone rub. Then through the shadows in the saddle, ready to saddles. Bring all your bones in. It kind of saddles. Sit behind my bone. All that gift in your dead, front and center. Now where my hip be at. Who that is? Love less. Bow for your health. Looking damn good. Yeah, okay, we're we're hacker, I guess is the profession we're going with. Yeah, um, there we go. I like I think conspiracy nut not in the sense of like an actual conspiracy theory, but just like believes that there's something else out there. Yeah, totally. Works well, especially considering it's cosmic horror. Yeah, it's very X Files themed, his BBS yeah. is. Oh fuck yeah. This character <laughs> Oh shit. <laughs> this character definitely has, like, a box set of the X-Files, right? A box set of VHS tapes. Yes. 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 <laughs> or laser discs. Oh, it's definitely laser discs. I think laser discs might not have existed by the time X-Files is out, but this is an alternate universe where they did. Yeah. This is an alternate universe where giant alien gods exist? I don't Yeah, totally. Yeah, like, whatever. <laughs> AU. <laughs> Laserdisc won the format war. Which is weird. Everyone thought it was going to be uh, Betamax or VHS. Nope. Turns out the big shitty record looking CDs are what did it, actually. <laughs> it was really inconvenient for everyone, and everyone loved it. Exactly, yeah. Someone invented a laser gramophone that just projects it directly onto the wall. <laughs> <laughs> I think, I think, don't quote me on this. I think that definitely does show up in Bioshock. Oh, fuck, it probably does. Okay, so where does this character live? Well, I just realized there's a bunch more random tables we could be rolling on right now. Are there really? Go to page 43. You'll notice that page 42, right before it, has the title header, Using Random Tables for Inspiration, which fuck is very yes, helpful. Fuck yes, it does. Okay, <laughs> good. Let's roll on a random table for ideology and beliefs. We can also just pick, since we kind of have a character concept going here. I rolled a six. There is evil in society that should be rooted out. What is this evil? Hmm. Examples it gives are drugs, violence, and racism. Which are all good examples, but I think the answer here is Microsoft. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, fuck Microsoft. This guy runs the Internet Explorer is Evil website. He thinks Bill Gates is an alien. He spells Microsoft with a dollar sign. <laughs> he spells it with a dollar sign and replaces the C with three Ks. <laughs> okay perfect we did it <laughs> uh significant people roll 1d10 or pick from each of the two lists below how did i already lose my d10 oh well i have two i have a clean desk i don't know how that fucking happened it was your dog your dog snuck in my dog teleported into my room ate my die and then teleported away yeah, it was a ghost dog, Way of the Samurai. Ghost dogs of Moon Lake? Alright, roll think, that d10. I think that's the name of that Nancy Drew game? <laughs> I'll have to look into it. Hey, Sam! <laughs> Shit. I'm gonna call her. Why are you calling me? I have a quick question for you. Okay. What's the name of the Nancy Drew video game? Was it Ghost Dogs of Moon Lake? Yeah. Okay, cool, thank you. Just wanted to make sure I got the joke right. That's 
Bye, I love you. Bye, Sam. <laughs> All right, now that we've cleared up that absolutely vital piece of information. Very vital and important fact. Um, rolling on the significant people table. Just roll me 2d10. That's a 7 and a 10. All right, so your childhood friend have crossed you and you seek revenge. <laughs> For what do you blame them? Founding Microsoft. That's oh right. Oh my god. I'm Steve Wozniak. I, I don't think that works, but yeah, let's go with it. <laughs> I'm Steve Jobs and my best friend Bill Gates founded Microsoft. That's right, it's me, Steve Jobsniak. Steve Jobsniak. <laughs> A lesser known figure in computing history. <laughs> there we go. All right. Or it's just Bill Gates' old best friend. I like Steve Jobsniak, though. I think it's both. <laughs> yeah, okay, cool. Unrelated to any of the founders of Apple computers. Yeah, no, completely unrelated. He's the guy who created Linux. It wasn't Linus Torvalds, it was Steve nope. Jobsniak. It was Steve Jobsniak. Linus Torvald uh, was a ghostwriter name. Shit. Still <laughs> called it Linux, though. Yep. Yep, okay. No one knows that it was Steve Jobsniak. Right, of Linus course. Linus is just an alias. <laughs> Alright, sure. <laughs> I don't know. What's a meaningful location to our investigator? I rolled a two, which is your hometown. Hmm, okay. So it's Redmond, California. Yep. <laughs> I guess. Treasured possessions. A collection. What does Steve Jobsniak collect? Hmm. Well, the question is, is this going out before or after our next Dungeon World session? Uh, after? Well, hopefully. Hopefully. So obviously it's a collection of rare and dangerous insects. Good. Okay. The reason cool. he has such a high constitution is because he's been repeatedly poisoned until he's developed an immunity to all poisons. Good. Very there good. He has his server room, and then, like, right on top of his computer uh -huh. desk is just, like, a giant shelf full of tarantulas. He vents his waste heat from his server room into his snake cage. It's economical. <laughs> <laughs> is it insects, or is it just dangerous animals? I think it's just poisonous and dangerous animals. I like that. That way he can have a snake cage and also, like... Also, it's a snake cage and not a snake terrarium, so they can yeah, just kind of a... crawl out the cage. Oh, yeah. yeah. They frequently do, I'm sure. It's to keep the other animals out. Uh, dude, I'm imagining this guy is like the slimiest looking motherfucker exclusively <laughs> because of this now. And I... <laughs> Snakes aren't slimy. No, not the, not the snake. <laughs> Steve Jobsniak. I know, I know. Okay. I know snakes aren't slimy. They have four legs and a mane. <laughs> I've seen a snake, I promise. <laughs> I've seen a snake in real life, and I can describe them at any point to you. I promise you, I have never not seen a snake. <laughs> Every moment of my life, I have always been seeing a snake. They're four feet and tall. The, the one thing I know about snakes is that they absolutely <laughs> love apple juice. Everyone knows it. It's a the common thing. The one thing I know about snakes is that they live in my house. <laughs> There's snakes in the air that you breathe, and they never go away. <laughs> They're also four feet tall with six legs and have a mane. <laughs> I said four earlier. No, it's I misspoke. It's six. I'm sorry. I know I got that number wrong. I think we've accidentally invented a new Lovecraft monster. <laughs> it's just a snake. Yeah. <laughs> but 
I've definitely seen a bunch. Right, exactly. Um, <laughs> great. Okay. Traits, I gotta roll a trait. Roll 1d10 or pick the phone. Blah, blah, blah. No, I think we're picking number two, good with animals. Yeah, okay, because I rolled um nine, which is a good reputation, and Steve Jobsniak <laughs> doesn't have a reputation, I don't Absolutely think. Absolutely not. <laughs> that's good in any sense of the word. Agreed, agreed. Okay, cool. Um, and that's it. Well, we could do a brief discussion of skills if we wanted to. Computer use, right, is one yep. of them. That is one I don't of have them. The skill list open right now. Oh, hold up. Uh huh. Gotta equip the investigator. That's true. But I think the only info that they have stats on is guns and money. Guns and money. I can't find the weapons table in this book, so I'm just gonna flip open my old one really fast. Okay, in the meantime, I'm gonna roll to determine Steve Jobsniak's credit rating. Okay. Oh, I guess it, maybe you don't have to roll for it. Uh, credit rating is a skill. Oh, wow, that gets a percentile, huh? Yep. I mean, like, what do you think he is? Is is he rich? Is he poor? I don't think he's that rich, because he's refused many times to go work for this Microsoft thing. Yeah. Unfortunately, I don't think there's rules for crossbows. Damn it. Okay, scroll down to the skill list and pick a weapon skill. Okay. I also just want to see what his skills are. True. I mean, he definitely has animal handling, right? Oh, absolutely. Does he have anything in Cthulhu Mythos? Just because you can't actually start with stuff in Cthulhu Mythos. Oh yeah, that's why it says zero percent. It's a weird specialty skill sort of thing. It levels up as you like encounter stuff. That makes sense. But you can start with points in a cult. That would probably be what it'd be then, right? Because he runs that website. Yeah, totally. Did we decide the nineties? Vaguely in the eighties or nineties. <laughs> Okay. I'm liking 90s because, like, A, that means that he's been holding a grudge for a while now? <laughs> That's very true. And it means that he's still running a specialty BBS in, like, 1995. No. If it's 1995, you know what that means? What does it mean? He has a GeoCities page. Oh my god. I just love the idea of him still dialing up with his Apple IIe to connect to his fucking bulletin board system through the phone. Oh, that's also good. He probably can do both. Yeah, he's got both. He mirrors them. Yeah, his GeoCities pulls it from his bulletin board. Yeah, which means his GeoCities is all plain text, and he just has to manually inject a background and stuff. Yeah, it's all plain text with a lot of GIFs of, like, UFOs. He's invented his own programming language specifically so that it can read text descriptions and turn them into GIFs. God, that's also good, because then as the GM you can say that, like, his programming language is actually, like, some fucking Cthuloid-ass... Oh shit, there you go. Okay, going down to the firearms skill. The other thing is, he's gonna be bad at no matter what gun it is. Well, I mean, technically, you can just buy it up really high with points and you don't have to worry about it. Yeah. You just have to spend, like, most of your points in your weapon skill, I think. Because so I don't think it limits it based on your actual stats. I think he has probably just... I, I can't imagine this guy having a gun that's, like... Good. An Uzi, or, like, it's probably just, like, a shitty 9 mil pistol. That's fair, that's fair. So probably just handgun? Okay. Well, about how much money did we say he has? I'd say he's got... Um, oh, I was looking at the 1920s table. That makes more sense. I saw average, and it said he had $20. <laughs> average would be about $400 cash and, like, ten grand in assets. Okay. He has a credit rating of 10 So yeah, he's he doesn't have a whole lot of money. Yeah, totally. About 400 bucks and about 10 grand in assets. And those assets are all... He's renting an apartment, I think. Or, like, renting a condo or something. And all his assets are his computers and his pets. That's very good. All right, perfect. In light of that, uh, 
There's only, I think, four guns he can afford. There's always the option of him owning an antique flintlock pistol. Fuck, does he have an antique flintlock pistol, and does he just, like, he, it's 1995, but he's still like, the best way to smoke is through a pipe. He's the first steampunk. Oh, God. <laughs> is he the first steampunk, or does he think that it's really, really cool that he owns a revolver? Oh, it's definitely he thinks he's, it's real cool to own a revolver. There's a whole chart in here for weapon calibers, but I don't want to look at this book. Who gives a shit? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'll tell you who gives a shit. There's a very minute difference in weapon reload time and damage dealt. Oh. Pick the one that deals less damage. Yeah, you got it. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Is, are we done with him now? Yeah, pretty much, yeah. It's like a lot of the skills are real boring to go through. He can use computers. He, he he knows how to shoot his gun. Let's see. Library use, probably. Oh, probably. Electronics. Fast talk, probably. Oh, and zoology. And zoology. Yeah, good enough. All right, that's uh, Steve Jobsniak. Do we want to make one more? Yeah, let's go ahead and make one more real fast. Let's make one more. Let's do one from the... 20s or the 1890s yeah sure so i don't know much about the 1890s uh we'll figure it out as we go i'm gonna start <laughs> good cool <laughs> i'm gonna start rolling on the table once i get back up to the right page okay strength this is rapid fire this one yeah gotta do math again okay that's 50 okay absolutely average. 50 strength he has, he or she or they have 2 plus 2 plus 3, 7 times 5. Uh, 35. 35, thank I got it, I got there. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> oh god, why? What's up? We just, um, oh, I rolled intelligence before size. I guess, I guess the intelligence is, uh, I guess they're both the same thing. I rolled two once. Oh no. I'm gonna put that towards intelligence, because I don't want two small, small characters in a row. Alright, alright. But the intelligence here is bare minimum, which is 40. Yeah. Then I'll, I'll roll size now. Okay. Which is not a whole lot better, but it's, um, 50. Okay. Dexterity is... 50. Well, <laughs> did you know it's real easy to roll 10s when you're rolling 3d6? Yeah, it turns out that's how math works. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't know that, because I apparently don't know math. <laughs> um, appearance is... holy shit, uh, that's an 18. Oh, god damn, okay. Character's hot as fuck. Yeah, alright. That's 90 for the listeners at home, and also I think chat. Nope, I, I knew what that one was. 18 times 5 is 90, I knew that one very... Because 18 times 10 is 180, and half of 180 <laughs> is 90, and I knew that one. <laughs> Power is 12, so that's 60. Yep. And education is 50. Okay. <laughs> and luck is 40. Okay. Cool. Now, I don't want to roll for our age this time, because we've only got one good stat. Well, I guess our power is pretty good. So we're more sane than the average person, at least. I ruled 15 to 19 years old. Okay, alright. Let's say 19. Yeah. Yeah. Because otherwise, that's weird. It's weird because our only good stat is appearance. Yes. 
Actually, let's just not do this, because I feel weird even with 19. It's right. 20 to 39. We're exactly 23 years old. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Well, we get to make an improvement check for education. Yeah. Let me roll that 2d10. That's a 63. And our right. education was flat 50, so we get to improve it by one point. Hell yeah. <laughs> we went to trade school. <laughs> That's not fair to trade school. It's a very useful thing to for, for a lot of people, and it's helpful, and I didn't mean to bash on it. We went to Phoenix Online EDU. There we go, in 1890. <laughs> right, I forgot about that. Uh... <laughs> it was it, It's the same thing, but you gotta do all of it by postcard. Shit. Yeah, we went to a male university. Perfect. <laughs> we did a correspondence course in something. We'll decide when we get to our skills. Okay, cool. Uh, that means our damage bonus is strength plus size. Yep, which is completely average, so probably nothing. Because we're at 100 combined. Okay, yeah, nope, that's 0 and 0, which is better than a minus 1. That's very true. Our hit points is adding constitution size, which I also feel like was average. Uh, constitution was 35, size 40. Oh, so it's bad. It's bad hit points. 85, so 8. Yep, 8 hit points. Movement is average. This character is very generic. Very generic and very attractive. It's my life in a nutshell, am I right? Haha, <laughs> zing. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so what does a very attractive 23-year-old look like in 1890? Hmm. Also, where are they from? Very good questions. Let's see, are there any occupations that give us occupation skill points based on our appearance? That's what I'm looking into. Because Hacker was great, because it was just education times four. Right. Uh, we can be a dilettante. <laughs> or an entertainer. Because this game still has the really weird old school thing where appearance is your only charisma stat. There's also Zealot. Okay, there we go. That's a wild range of occupations, actually. Right. Are we a member of the Effet Bourgeoisie? Are we some kind of, I guess, fire and brimstone preacher? <laughs> or are we a movie star in the 1890s? <laughs> or I guess we could be like a vaudeville act. Oh, God. Um, they had, they had, I don't know. Give me a second. They didn't have movies back then. I didn't think so. <laughs> Hold up. Here's an interesting question. Yeah. What if they're like a radio star? <laughs> well, I have heard that video killed the radio star. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. So here's one thing that we're looking at. Okay. Guglielmo Marconi brought the first commercial wireless radio to market in 1894. Okay. So maybe not. I've got it. I've got it. I've got it. Okay. So I think this is right about the right time for the spiritualism movement to be big. Okay. So I think our character is one of those weird spiritualist stage performers who, like, did big stage shows where they pretended to summon ghosts and fairies and stuff. Oh god, okay, I like that. Hold up, question? Yes. Do they actually summon real ghosts and fairies and shit? Oh god, I think we know one contact spell and it went really wrong when we used it, and that's where the game starts. Yeah! There we go. 
I think that's what it is, is it's, um, or maybe, like, we know one contact spell and it works normally. Okay. And it, it, it actually just, like, contacts something from, like, whatever the fucking Yogg-Saron... Nope, that's that, World of Warcraft. That's World of Warcraft. It, sure, why not? The Yogg-Saron dimension. Oh my god. Like, but you know what I mean, right? Like, he conjure up, like, things from this cosmic horror dimension, and they think it's fairies or ghosts or something when it's really, like, aliens. Yeah, okay. Or they could be able to talk to the dead, either or. Either one. Maybe, maybe a little bit of both. Maybe it's, like, they have some of each of that ability but, like, not to any, like, extreme extent, just enough to be like, hey, I'm pretty, and I also can kind of do this, and so I can make a lot of money on stage with it. Yeah, totally. Cool. I really like that. So, now that we have that, let me scroll down. We gotta roll on our the rest of our stuff. Okay. What is this character's ideology or beliefs? It is campaigner slash activist. Okay. I think ghosts should vote. Jesus. I have a ghost that's my best friend, and I think he should be able to vote. Or alternatively, they could be like... Oh God, who's his name? They could be like Camille Flammarion, where they're like a weird spiritualist who goes around debunking other spiritualists. Oh, shit. <laughs> Except the gimmick there is specifically that they know what actually works. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's good. I like that. They're like, no, 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 no. He's, it's like a puppet. He's, he's, it's a puppet. It's not a ghost. <laughs> They're just kicking the table. Come on, man. This is a ghost. And he just, like, summons a tentacle monster out. And he's like, this is a ghost. And there we go. <laughs> That's great. There we go. Significant people. So. I just want to say, by the way. Okay. Option one on the ideology chart is there's a higher power that you pray to. And the three options that they list are Vishnu, Jesus Christ, and Haile Selassie. <laughs> Holy shit. So you can be Hindu, Christian, or Rastafarian. Those are the three options. Those are the only options. Those are the three religions. It says E.G., but I'm afraid those are actually the only options. E.G. is actually the fourth one, Egg. You can worship Egg. (laughs) (laughs) They say that the whole world was born from a dingus egg. No one's going to get that. No one, absolutely no one, is going to get that really incredibly stupid Magic the Gathering reference. Why did I talk ever? <laughs> I was going down the route of um like the the eggshell theory that all of the universe is a god being born and every time you die you're the same soul but you're reincarnated as someone else so you can live a thousand million lives or something. Sure, okay. Yeah. That's the joke I was gonna make, but I liked yours better. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. If you got that joke, please donate to our Patreon. <laughs> Remember to like, comment, and subscribe. No, but seriously, every time you like and comment, it really helps out our channel, and we, oh we're God. just trying to grow as much as possible. <laughs> YouTube's been doing a lot of demonetizing lately, and so I'm just going to publish a video about that real fast. Jesus Christ. Um, so you got to help us significant... get to PodCon 2018. Fuck. Tickets for our live show are going on sale in seven years. <laughs> Please, you've got to help us get to PodCon so I can throw eggs at Hank Green. <laughs> that's the, our religion that's our religion <laughs> so our significant person is our grandparent okay and they're significant to us because you wronged them and seek reconciliation <laughs> hang on i've gotta adjust this really fast 
Okay. Our significant person is the ghost of our grandparent. Fuck yes. Okay. Does our character think that the the alien that they keep summoning is the ghost of their grandparent? I think that their grandparent just follows them around. Ooh, good. And just hectors them constantly. Good. Okay. <laughs> um, which grandparent? I'm gonna adjust it and say great aunt. Okay, good. <laughs> and how did our character wrong their great aunt? Their great aunt was... They stole their great aunt's book of... Mm. They stole their great aunt's grimoire full of mysterious spells. They stole their great aunt's Necronomicon. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it was a family heirloom, the Necronomicon, and they stole it. Yeah, it belongs in a museum. Ah, good. Okay. Meaningful locations. Your seat of learning. Hmm. Okay. School, university, apprenticeship, etc. So we know that they probably did not go to anywhere past at least high school, maybe middle school, because it's the 1890s. Yeah, probably, like, dropped out of high school. Okay, is it one of the schools that they went to, or is it somewhere where they learned their mystical techniques? Or where they learned their professional showmanship? It could be all three. Maybe they were, like, a drama kid. <laughs> but they're also a goth. <laughs> their important, meaningful location is the auditorium at their old high school. <laughs> Where they got real drunk in a couple of times. Yeah, exactly. And, and like, did weird rituals. <laughs> yeah. No, that's good. It's their, it's their high school auditorium. Yeah, where they lost their handjob virginity to somebody who they were an understudy for. God damn it. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. Listen, I know how high school theater works. Yeah. No, you're not wrong. <laughs> I was friends with a lot of theater kids. <laughs> at least we didn't roll up a band kid that would be even more distressing oh yeah i knew even more of those <laughs> a treasured possession a memento from a departed person it's the great ant right there we go it's the grimoire yeah. it's the grimoire yeah that's easy yeah and then traits roll 1d10 or pick one of the following gambler or and a risk taker sure okay yes there we go yeah they gamble by communing with the dead yeah, exactly. So, what skills? I don't think this character has a gun. Okay. I, I just really like my characters being bad in combat, apparently. <laughs> I'm looking for the fight skill, because it had stuff that isn't guns. Well, there is the chainsaw skill. Uh, that, did, that first appeared in 1927. They've got an 1890s prototype chainsaw. It's one of those horrible hand crank chainsaws that they used to use for, like, pelvis operations. God. Yeah, okay. Uh, no, no, it's not that. That sucks. Is it just, like, an axe? Hmm, let's see. What kind of weapon would a spiritualist drama kid use? Probably, like, just a knife, right? I feel like it would be some kind of sword. Because it's the <laughs> 1890s. Oh, that's good. Yeah, like, just like a broadsword. Yeah, okay. Or like a bastard sword. It's yeah. usually ornamental, but it's actually real. <laughs> it's another thing they stole from their great aunt's house. Yeah. There Their great aunt had, like, a really rich villa in, like, Italy. Yeah, perfect. I like that. So it's, like, a really ornate-looking, intricate, should-be-decorative-but-isn't-bastard sword. It's a sharpened decorative sword. That's good. There yeah, we go. That's it. <laughs> I think just barely knows how to use it. Isn't, like, super proficient. Oh, totally. Is capable enough to use it if it comes to it. Sure. Um, Definitely acting. acting. 
Yep. Acting 100% acting. Occult also, probably. Intimidate, maybe? Hypnosis, definitely. Definitely, definitely. Definitely hypnosis. Definitely, um, fast talk. Yep. Probably some psychology. Yeah. Not psychoanalysis. Not the useful one. No, 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 no. And we'll go with spot hidden. There we go. <laughs> and maybe a little bit of electrical repair. They used to run lights. <laughs> Good. That's right. They were an understudy and also a tech. It's very confusing. They had to do a little bit of everything. They were really shorthanded. Yeah, it was not a very big drama program. No. All right. I guess we just got to figure out the, the last remaining thing, which is the name of our character <laughs> and like just a brief description of them. Oh, God, what are names that people had in the 1890s? Also, where were they from? Uh, Illinois. Oh, fuck. What? No, I know where they're from. Okay. Redmond, California. Shit, all right. They went to the same high school that Steve Jobs goes to in the future. Oh, my God. And when they have their mishap with their onstage thing, it opens a time portal. Holy shit. And this okay. 1890s character goes to the year 1995 <laughs> and brings with them a whole Lovecraft army. From the year 1895? Yes. There, perfect. Yes, a hundred okay. years. That's the date when the stars align. Oh my god. <laughs> it's a bad sci-fi movie. <laughs> it's still better than Rock Monster. That's so good. Fuck, that's perfect, actually. Yeah, no, we did it. God, okay, cool. Their name is Florissant Bagley. Yeah, it needs... <laughs> it has to be, like... Because it's, like, A, it's a performer name of someone who can talk to ghosts. Totally. And B, it's someone from the 1890s, and we need that juxtaposition of, like, this really grandiose name, like, meeting... Hey, I'm, I'm Richard Thomas. I'm Stephen Jobsniak. <laughs> admittedly <laughs> hey i'm steve don't ask my last name it's not good for this bit fuck also fuck here i'm going to generate up a name for the uh grimoire that this character stole Ooh, okay because donjon has a generator for that perfect well wow, the lexicon of the occult does not feel like a a good one but <laughs> no, it sounds boring. like something that would show up yeah the vision of dread things there we go. That's very good. Okay, so I'm on the Onomasticon right now, which is a really good resource for names from different areas and times. Mm -hmm. And I went to the English surnames and clicked on one of the categories in there, and one of the options it gave me is just Belch. Shit. Is our character named Ethelinda Belch? Is it Ethelinda Belch or is it Marjorie Montgomery? Mm, that's also pretty good. Marjorie is spelled M-A-R-J-O-R-I-E. Yep. <laughs> Marjorie? Marjorie Blandamore. Marjorie Malkowski. Mm. Nah. What did you say, Blandamore? Yeah. I want to do like an alliteration thing with the name. Okay, let me scroll to the M's real fast. Or we could go with Blandamore, because I love that. Barbara Blandamore. Let me get a weirder name. Yeah. This is not giving good first names on my end. There's also the last name Devereaux, which is showing up here. Devereaux is, is very good. good. Devereaux is very good. Ooh. This is also just like the name of someone that you would definitely see like on a stage ad okay. for the 1890s. Dorothy Devereaux. That's very good. There we go. That's <laughs> it's perfect. Dorothy Devereaux. Yes. Yeah, that's excellent. <laughs> yeah, and she's like wearing um like the super wide brim performer hat 
Yep. Yeah. And then she just teleports on, like, I have a question. Yes. Is she performing at her auditorium when shit goes down? Oh, absolutely. And so she gets teleported to the auditorium in 1995. I'm tempted to say that a hundred years hence the auditorium has been torn down. Okay. So she just winds up on Steve's roof. Oh, that's good. I like that. There we go. go. (laughs) There we go. And we got the campaign. Perfect. Tied it all together like a nice, perfect knot. Yes. Incredible. I think we're done. I think we're good. Yeah. I think we're done. I'm very happy with how this went. It's very spooky because it's Whoa. it's our Halloween special. I forgot about that <laughs> right. again. I forgot about Halloween that. ended by the time we recorded. Whoa. Whoa. The ghost of bad timing. <laughs> uh, so yeah, this has been us. We made those characters. It's been the character generation. We did. Yeah, we, gener- we did them. it. We, yeah. we sure generated them on random tables. We sure need to end this episode, because I don't remember how to do that. Uh, end of the episode things that we gotta do. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Facebook. It's facebook.com slash thecharactergen. Follow us on Twitter. It's twitter.com slash thecharactergen or at thecharactergen. If you liked us or didn't like us uh, or want to give us information or whatever... Send us an email. It's thecharactergen at gmail.com. Yeah. Have you checked that recently? I have. Okay, it's, cool. Perfect. It's a lot of advertisements. It's as empty as always. All right. It's perfect. as empty as always. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're so lonely. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost like we didn't release an episode for a month. Whoops. Damn. Whoops. Damn. What's on me? <laughs> it's not your fault. It's mostly my fault. Not Is there anything else that we have? Uh, we have a YouTube channel. I don't remember if I uploaded another uh, highlight to that or not. Do you need me to send some outtakes to you? Yes. Okay. Either Yeah, outtakes would be good. Do that. Okay, I'll try and dig up some good ones. Yeah, I'll, I'll make like a compilation and, and post that to the YouTube. I'll post a link to that again when we upload those uh, on all the social media I announced earlier. We don't have a Snapchat. We never will. <laughs> we have a Tumblr that's never been set up. We have a Neopets pet page that's uh, Neopets. Uh, it's what? Sephiroth Uchiha? Yeah, it's uh, Neopets.com slash Tilda Sephiroth Uchiha. All one word. Yep, there we go. You won't find anything there, but it exists. If you'd like to you can... send us some uh, toys or paintbrushes <laughs> or food please sephiroth is starving please. sephiroth is starving to death but will never die <laughs> uh you can follow me personally on twitter at seromo that's s-i-i-r-o-m-o because s-i-r-o-m-o has been still claimed and is now posting spam again so it <laughs> bothers me um one day i'll have you my real username i use for everything <laughs> is there anything else i'm forgetting oh Review us on iTunes, please. Yeah. It's important. It's the biggest, it's like the most important thing of all of the ones. You can also totally review us on Podbean. I always forget that's a feature that exists. I do too. Um, Do that as well, if you can or if you want. Uh, please? <laughs> please. All right. I think Trick that's about treat. enough Trick of that. Trick or treat. It's the treat. Please review us on all of all of the ways we upload our podcast what's the trick in that circumstance um you stab me this has been the character generation i'm moth i'm chet and it went like this i'm red i'm wrong i'm 
I'm sorry. sorry.